You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to another episode of the World's Team on Blogging the Boys Network in partnership with SB Nation. I am Meg Murray and I'm joined as always by Paul Stewart. Hey Paul, how's it going? I had a fantastic new year. I don't know about you Meg, but I had a fantastic new year. I was drinking Eagle's Tears all night. It was amazing. And now we can finally say to Eagle's fans, you cannot ever use that excuse about Arizona no more. Because frankly... Eagles fans, your team is frauds. And we've been saying that all year long. Even when you were 10-1, and 1, you were frauds. Some of the decision-makings that went in your favor were so suspect, went in your favor. So do not give us any more of your jip when it comes to it. You're going to be one and done going into these playoffs. And I'm going to call it here, right here, right now. So live with let it. Let them know. Live I with never it. let them get away with the... Uh with the Cardinals slander because I was like, you lost to the Jets, so. I know, exactly. You lost to pretty much two of the worst teams in the NFL. We lost to, other other than Arizona, we've lost to Buffalo. We've lost to, um, obviously, Philadelphia. Lost to Miami, who are, every, like, any other team that we lost to are being, are in the playoffs. Yep, they're in the playoffs. So, do not give us any more of your, baloney Eagles fans you can eat all your cheesesteaks as much as you want and you can cry up and eat all those absolute cupcakes if, if you want to me I'm going to be drinking my Eagles tears and sheer happiness especially when we clinch this division yeah I mean that <clears throat> that is the task at hand and who knew you know I think I think the turning point would you say it was like around the time that we played the Eagles Absolutely. I mean, the first time, uh, the first time, absolutely, because we should have won that game. We were yeah. the we were the better team, and there was a lot of like again. I know the whole consensus with refereeing overall across the season. Like there was obviously with the Eagles and Buffalo game that was really bad, but there were some decisions that that should have been called. And 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 unfair unfairness to us as well. We made some poor, poor decisions. Why did we not do this route? Why did we not cut inside? Why did we not run it to the sideline? But end of the day, we were the better team. Dak was playing lights out in that Eagles game. It was just unfortunate. We just could not uh, make the most of those opportunities. And some of those refereeing decisions really cost us in that game. So, And right after that game, uh, when they played San Francisco, that's when it really unraveled. They just went dysfunctional. They were they were one in four since then, uh, going up to uh, up to now, I believe. So, um, so 
for everyone to say, oh, yeah, Jalen Hart's MVP. No, stop it. Behave I yourself. I mean, that hasn't been said for a couple of weeks, I feel. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. I, I, they were very high on their own supply um, at the beginning of the year. Um, and to see them come down, you know, with that Jets loss was beautiful, number one. And then to go in that skid, it's just like they we could tell like they were winning these games and they were just they were like, oh, we're so good. We're like, uh, what, four and oh, we're this and oh. And then it's just like to listen to that, but know that watching those games, you were like, they got out of there with like the hair on their chinny chin chin. Like it was absolutely right. they like they, they should have lost. If it's like a couple things don't break their way, that's an L. Like and just to see them be like so but that's their thing is to just be in your face. So like it's funny to see that and then to like watch the games and be like you're bragging to me over this and they're like a win's a win. I'm like I agree. But you it, look like but, crap doing it. Yeah, but it's not it's, it's not going to do you well in the playoffs, I'll say that. I mean, they were – right, I'm going to run it down, right? So they were lucky to beat Washington, not once but twice. They were lucky to beat the Patriots. They got so much help from the referees against Kansas City, so much help by the referees against Buffalo. So when you add it all together, they should be like a 7-9 and nine team or whatever right now. They should be. Like, I, I don't know what the record is, but basically a lot of those wins, they're like, eh, I wouldn't call that a dominating performance. But I mean, when you look at the Eagles, they're definitely not what, what the record portrays them to be. Like, they should not be in that situation right now. They should, like, it, it's, it's absolutely dumbfounding. But anyway, but when it comes to this, though, we'd rather thank the Eagles for giving us an absolute gift on New Year's Eve. They laughed at us when we lost to Miami on Christmas. And it's about time that we return the favor. So, and with that, we're now going up against the Washington Commanders or whatever they're going to be called next season. Because it seems to be Russian roulette. Whatever they're going to be called next season. Yeah, I mean, it's like Russian roulette with their with their name changes right now. It's like, just like, put the, put all the names in a hat. Oh, what are we going to be in this next year? And, uh, and it's what a way to kick off this podcast today. It just seems like we're just slating our rivals right now. So, but they deserve it. Absolutely. Like, what do you think? I'm going to compliment them? Hell you know, no, no. That, that was like what I was talking to. I have, I have uh, several friends that are Eagles fans. I don't ask me how, um, but <laughs> they've, they're just like, oh, can we call a truce? Like after they were talking so much crap. The beginning of the season mm-hmm. and i was like no you don't get a truce this is your truce how about this i like i'm mad at you strictly because you're making me root for the giants like yep. w- I, this is the last thing that i want to do yeah well the last thing my well my whole uh tommy devito prediction didn't go to plan um but I did not expect well, i think you should have left him in honestly i Ty- i think tyrod taylor did well he did all but- right but like, I don't know. They were having more fun with Tommy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think this. But I want them to feel bad, so like, whatever works. Yeah, like either way, they're like they're still going to be in disarray next year. The Giants, because oh, absolutely. 
they've got Danny Dimes on their long term contract. What's going to happen with him? They're off. Dimes is a funny nickname to me. I know, and all their like offensive weapons are so in question right now. Like Saquon, like obviously with the um, oh god, what you call it? The one year contract type of thing. The same thing that Tony Pollard signed. I completely forgot what it's called. Oh God! What? Sorry, my dog just licked my feet, and that was really weird. Um... <laughs> Same thing as Dalton Schultz had last year. This year, I I, I completely forgot what it's called. For whatever reason, like I think you're transferring this to me. If y'all can't tell, I'm very sick right now, so I'm blaming that. Yeah, send all the likes and and love <laughs> to Meg today. Will you please, please, ladies and gentlemen? But uh, but but basically, nothing will like, stop me from talking about the Cowboys. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, so, I mean, just kind of running down the NFC East right now. So Washington are basically going to go for the they they are in no situation should be winning this game. They've got if they're going in to win this game, then it ruins their chances of getting a better draft pick. Do they want to do that? Do they want to franchise start tag? Franchise tag. That's what it was. Thank you, my Sorry. dear. Okay. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, because with Washington, it looks as though they want to kind of look to get Caleb Williams from uh, from uh, from the college football scene for the new quarterback. That seems to be the whole rumors. Oh, good. He can stay in the similar colors that he played in college, and he can be on a sucky team again. Yep. There, there we go. And when it comes to the Giants, you don't know what's happening with Saquon. Their offensive wide receivers, are, you just don't know what's going on with them. They need weapons. They just don't have like that deep. I mean, they've got Dallin Waller. That's about it. But he's been injured throughout the whole the majority of the whole season. So we'll probably send one of them down to Kansas City again or something like that. Probably. Who knows? Who knows? And when it comes to the Eagles, we knew they were going to be like, how would I say this? They kind of like they feel as though that they could didn't really had to improve much from last year, where there was gaps in their game last year. But Sirianni being Nick Sirianni, being as smug as he is, didn't cater for it. Like he just kind of stopped up the strong points and not improved their weaknesses. So I don't totally agree with you there. Just I mean, obviously they knew they had a good team last year. Decent team, decent team, but they've definitely redressed. No, yeah, I agree. Um, But like you can't you have to give them props for like when there is a guy out there that can like help their team, they'll go out and get them Mm -hmm. like Jack Leonard. um, They also grabbed someone else earlier this year. But um, and that's I that's why I appreciate Howie as a um, owner uh gm whatever uh but howie yeah howie rose rosen okay i kind of mind his actual name but but to be fair i'm pretty sure i'm right but i'm also delusional right now um (laughs) either way i i respect him and i think he's a good he is a good gm i will give him that he is a good right like but at the end of the day um it's about the, the how the team gels too, and I don't think and that they. That's yeah. the problem. Like, like we're we're seeing it yeah. in front of our eyes right now. Like AJ Brown, their star wide receiver, right now, just being very 
I don't know what the word word would be. Distant talking to the media, being very awkward talking about what's the problem with the Eagles, and it it, it kind of looks as though he's throwing shade at his teammates a little bit, but it's not. It, it's it's weird, and you're seeing just the chemistry within certain parts of the position groups is just not clicking right now. So they're they're in a disarray right now. Yeah. And that's, I think that's the interesting part about, I can wax poetic about what I think about Jerry Jones all day, but mm -hmm. um, I will say, and I, you know, I have criticisms of Mike McCarthy, but I will say one thing that I do appreciate is that they are very locker room focused. Mm -hmm. Yep. We're now, these days. <laughs> Definitely. Um, Definitely. So at least like, and you can see it, you can see cracks in like the Kansas City Chiefs right now. Um, they try to plug them, but like you can tell that they're very they're very frustrated over there. But like yeah, like stuff happens over here. Um, <clears throat> and and you could chalk it up to media training, whatever. Um, but it really does feel like like you could tell, for example, they brought back Lyle Collins. Mm -hmm. And like you just watch Dak talk about him. Like that team just, they don't dog on each other. Now, you know, give them some Twitter fingers, they can go off. But they, you can tell that that locker room is solid and that they care about each other and they're not throwing each other on the bus. Whereas, who was it? Uh, DeAndre, DeAndre Swift? Yeah, yeah. Like a little podcast and he was on there. <clears throat> he was talking about how, in that game, you could tell that those guys were that those guys, as in the Cowboys, were playing for each other. Mm -hmm. And he was like, that just feels like we're not doing that right now. And I was like, mm, well. <laughs> and, that, and that could be the big, biggest key going into these playoffs. Like, if we can nullify our weaknesses right now, obviously, like, like so we we have made some addressed issues. We brought in Damian, Will, uh, Damian Wilson. And we brought in Lyle Collins and so two former Cowboy players are now back and obviously they're in the practice squad right now, but we're seeing Collins, he's getting reps at left guard, which I think is a great move Um, because we just don't know what the status is. Tyron Smith going to play full whatever, like it's, it's a big precaution and it's a smart move, I'll say that. You're bringing in I mean, y'all know I never wanted him gone in the first place, so whatever. I, I didn't, I, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, like... Lyle Collins' final season, yeah, he made a, a few boo-boos there and there, like jumping offside, holdings and stuff like that, whatever. But he's still a, a top-tier offensive lineman. Like, he was supposed mm -hmm. to be a first-round draft pick all those years ago, and obviously went on, yeah. draft, went on drafted due to personal situations and stuff like that. Um, but he's still a top player. He was a top, a top protector for Dak Prescott for a good number of years. And... Well, it's, we we all know he didn't set the world on fire when he was with the Bengals, but like he's in he was in such a good situation here in Dallas and he was on a team friendly deal. So it just never made sense to me why you got rid of that extra like backup. Like yeah. just because he's LC doesn't mean that if you wanted to put Terrence Steele in the front, do it. But like you have him as a backup and what happened? Terrence Steele went down. Yep. I know. That's that's crazy. So <laughs> that's why I was just like, why are you shooting yourselves in the foot when like 
he's great with the locker room. Everyone is friends with him on that team. And he's stayed friends with everybody on that team. He never talked shit about the Cowboys. Um, and then you go and like, whatever, you can get rid of him, whatever, but you bring him back. Why did you have to get rid of him in the first place? You, it's, it's just insurance. It's, it's business. It's business. It's just, just I know. It just doesn't. But that one didn't make sense to me. Just like the Amari Cooper one didn't make sense to me. I don't think I'll ever really get into that business brain there because that those were just like boo-boos to me. Yeah. Like, I can understand why it was done because of salary cap issues and stuff like that. That's, the, that's always going to be the reason is the salary the cap. The stuff they listed, I feel like, was just like, oh, well, we're not getting... It just seemed like he wasn't getting along with Jerry. Hmm. We'll, we'll, we'll never know. Jerry, you're not on the field, my guy. Yeah, we'll, we'll never know, but... Regardless, he's back. Yeah, and so, it, it's, it's going to be... Yeah, and, and Damien Wilson as well. As well, I'll take depth all day. Absolutely, and and if there's one position that we are kind of thin at the moment is linebacker right now, and bringing yeah. in Damian Wilson, who it was a solid player for us uh, years ago, went yes. to get went to Kansas City, won a Super Bowl. Now he's back with us. He's bringing that extra experience to our linebackers, and he's going to be feeding off under Dan Quinn's uh, tutelage as well. So. Yeah. Um, will, will he feature as much as we would like him to be? Probably unlikely, but he's going to bring more knowledge to help, like said, Marquise Bell and uh, Donovan Wilson, etc. They're, they're going to help all these guys out uh, and uh, like just really, it's just going to be very vital, like going into these playoffs. Whoever we may play against a week in a week's time, we'll, we'll, we'll find out on Sunday. But it it's a real. I think I like the moves that the Cowboys have been doing right now. And obviously, we brought in that running back Thompson, who used to play for the uh, for the Seahawks. Which I yeah. think also I do think that it's also a good move as well. He is definitely more of a powerful threat in terms of running style. Can run more on the inside, so I think that's good. Like it's not going to be a pure big name like Dalvin Cook, which everyone, even including myself, would have thought. Yeah, like. Bring Dalvin Cook in just for the playoff run. That's fine. But again, I'm just thinking like from the business point of view, it probably didn't make sense what to what Dalvin Cook may have been requesting in terms of money for a contract or whatever. So we went obviously we went with a cheaper option, but from looking at the highlight reel and looking at the footage of Thompson, he seems to seems to be like that type of power style running back that likes to drive it down the middle. So We've made some really smart moves. Will that come into fruition? We're just going to have to wait and see. But, and where it comes to us as a team, we just need to really make sure that we can balance out our offense going into these playoffs. Can we run the ball as effectively? Like going into the, going into the playoffs, we can't just rely on CD Lamb all the time and that. So, yeah, that's, it's that, that, that's the biggest concern. <laughs> Yeah, if you don't give them something to, um, if you don't give them other pieces to worry about, like they could close off your CD connection pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. um, I think one, it was a funny stat um, that John Mishota, uh figured out, and it was <clears throat> they're ten and zero when uh, Brandon Cooks gets twenty yards receiving or more. Oh. 
Feed B Cook. <laughs> so is that could be the feature of our GT prediction. I I see then. Well, if you don't think it was on mine, you'd <laughs> <I'd> be wrong. <laughs> but but yeah, so we are going to. So before before we even think about playoffs, we are still have to clinch this division and game this home yes. field advantage. We are playing the Washington Commanders, or like I said, the team that likes to change their name every couple of years. So who knows what we might be called next year. So with that being said, I do have the injury report available as of right now. Big thanks to Nick Harris of DallasCowboys.com. And uh, I will read the names as follows. For the Cowboys, we've got Dorrance Armstrong. He is questionable. The biggest one for us is Tyler Bayadish. He's questionable because due to illness, he did not practice on Friday. So maybe we have the same thing. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, Chancey Golston did not practice on Thursday and Friday due to illness. He's questionable. Uh, oh, and the big one for me is Jonathan Hankins is questionable. Like, I did not expect him. Is he not out? Yeah, he's not out. He's questionable. So. That's a big boost for us going into the playoffs. If he if if he makes it back like quicker than I, I expected, he was always slated to be back by the first game. Yeah, I mean, which is great news. This is a good boost, like because we could do with yeah, more. But yeah, that, to see yeah. it go from out to questionable feels yeah. nice. Um. Also, <laughs> we've got obviously with uh, Tyler Smith. Uh, with the foot injury that he picked up uh, last week, he is questionable. And Yanwei Thomas, the safety, he was limited on Friday due to illness. So he is questionable. So all questionables from that front. Now, for Washington, and this is what I'm saying right now. If we do not win this game, I am going to lose my uh, absolute rag with us because Jonathan Allen, defensive tackle, is out of this game. They're star defensive tackle. They do not have Chase Young anymore. He got traded to San Francisco. So their defensive line are weakened massively right now. And not to mention Tariq Castro Fields cornerback, Kendall Fuller cornerback, Christian Holmes cornerback are on injury reserve. They have no secondary as of right now, really. They, all they've got is probably their first strainers and fourth strainers right now. And in terms of their safety, Cam Curl, he is questionable. Uh, Casey Tuhill, defensive end, he is questionable. And Andrew Wiley, the tackle, uh, he is questionable. So, a lot of positives for the Cowboys going into this game. And looking at ESPN's uh, projection, the Cowboys are 84.6% to win this game. Massive. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. 
Real Traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. Massive favorites for this game. Yeah, well... I don't know. I think I was saying this to Kelsey the other day. I was like, I'm like so um, <clears throat> scarred from that game, the uh, the last game of the year with when Dak played like the worst game he's ever played <laughs> against Washington, mm. and I'm like, ugh. So you know, there's always a bit of that going into it. You you should go in there and take care of business. You really should be having a uh, Cooper rush come into this game at some point. Um, that's the way that game should go. But like, again, it's a rival team. You can never count that out. And you're on the road, not your favorite. Um, it's FedEx field too, which is gross. Yeah. It's, it's probably one of the most um, falling apart stadiums in the NFL. I'm sorry, commanders fans, but it's true. It really is. Well, they know it. Yeah. They, they know it. We all know it. It's, it's not the most desirable stadium to go to right now. Um, no, not at all. But um, for this game, though, for likes of Dak, this could be the game for him. Well, this has to be the game for him to solidify his MVP status right now. It has to be. He needs to put on an absolute clinic. I know it's against Washington, but when you put compare him to likes of what Lamar Jackson's done, who is the also leading guy right now. Yeah. Dak is leading in pretty much everything but the Russian stuff. Like, I, I don't know if yeah, it's, it's, I, I don't know if it's just me though, Meg. Like, when did quarterbacks uh, get MVP for being a running back? That's my jip about it. Like, in terms of passing yards, passing touchdowns. Say that again. Sorry. When did they get When did they get MVP for what? A for like for quarterbacks to basically be MVP for a being as a running back. Ah, uh, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I think you have to parse it down to what the actual award is: the most valuable player. How they get there isn't really the biggest thing. It's the mm-hmm. fact that without them, like you're in a much worse place than you would be in. Like if you, you, cause you can tell like Cooper rush can drive the ship, but Dak can like blow people out. Absolutely. These are differences. He can keep you in a game, um, stuff like that. And that's why like Lamar Jackson, he doesn't need to light the world on fire with his, like with his arm, but like without him. He he is a fantastic player. He is like, like no shadow of a doubt about it. 
it's really if you take away that player that's what the that i mean that's what the award is at the end of the day and this is and and this is where it really comes to san francisco's point of view right like brock purdy like yeah i think he he, lost it at that ravens game yeah like he had like like don't get me wrong he had a great season like like for him for his stance he's had a great season but you'd I would say this, you could put any other quarterback under the San Francisco's team and still achieve the same result. Because... Well, yeah, that's... I mean, they took out Brock and they put in Sam Darnold and they were still they were still making drives on the... Like, they weren't going to win that game against the Ravens, but they were still making those drives downfield. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, moving the ball the same way they were all game. So it was like, who are we missing? Yeah, so... In terms of the MVP contention, it's either going to be Lamar or Dak, in my personal opinion. So, um, but we're just going to have to wait and see and find out. But, but going to this yeah. game, but likes to go into this game. No, you've like that needs to like just to put that little bit of doubt and out of people's minds because obviously it was a really closely contested game against Detroit. Let's go out and absolutely blow out the Washington Commanders feeling that super confident where we'll get the home field advantage going into the playoffs. And and if that's one thing that we're, we are being very good at is playing at home, we're undefeated in what, 16 games, six, 15, 16 games at home in a row? Something uh, like that. It's some, yeah. some, something like that <clears throat> anyway. But either way, our stream is playing at home right now, playing under the Cowboys Nation. So... Yeah, no, this game is super important for us, even though, like, you know, the commanders are not good. Um, and I, I do agree with you. This is really important for Dak. Um, I do hope, you know, I feel like the Buffalo game is really the burr in the side of his, like, MVP campaign. Yeah, um, yeah. That so, that, that but, was always going to be a tough game, that, like, Right, but you would have liked to see him do a little more battling. Yeah, but yeah. That defense shut him, shut down that offense, our offense. So I, I mean, uh, I, I, I wouldn't blame Dak and not and to be honest. No, and I, I don't, I, yeah. I don't either. Yeah, and this, I think you but mentioned like, when I thought, you're I, looking yeah. at when you're looking at people's like resumes mm-hmm. and like this is just to the like overall nfl fandom i feel like everyone was like okay i'm on board like dak dak prescott mvp he's playing mvp caliber football and then that game happened and everyone was just like all right so who else um lamar jackson yeah it was just like that automatically shut people off yeah it's, it just it just it basically just claims up and claims up and it completely stops and goes back to zero again like, right. If yeah. There's, if there's if there's one hurdle, then it completely resets. Right. Like like there's no like gradual. Uh, Not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's kind of the way it. That's is. the it's the mentality of how people kind of criticize players nowadays. Uh, right. Um, because you can still look at like the rest of the game. You can even look at that game. You can look at the rest of the games and just be like, you can see that I think Dak should still be in that conversation but just i feel like with that game it kind of dropped off mm-hmm. so we'll see but yeah. yeah like me going back to the the washington game i've got a question for you meg right yeah. like so obviously 
the likely chance of us winning is, like I said, is 84.6% by ESPN. Does Washington still want to have a fight in this game? Because if you've got players like Sam Howell, is basically going to be fighting for the like if players in there are still going to be fighting for the job, like or fighting for a career in the NFL. There's still players going to be in there wanting to kind of make, leave a mark like uh, like Steady Teddy, etc. Like he's still going to be a Washington regardless. But you know what I mean? Like I I just don't see Washington want a tank. They'll still want to put a put put their performance. What is your first thoughts? of all? If I know anything about Washington. They never want to lose to us. Never, never. So, do I think they're they're gonna put up a fight? Uh, yeah, I do. I, yeah, that that that's exactly what <laughs> I think. That's yeah, exactly even what... if he took out like people are fighting for their jobs, which I feel like you kind of that is the way it is every season. So, like, that's kind of par for the course. Yeah. But if, even if you took that out, it's the hatred. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I think our rivalry with Washington precedes more than Philadelphia. Like in terms yeah, of in terms, like, yeah, in terms of history. At what point? Yeah. Yeah. Because because the reason I say that because you're seeing our rivals right now, you're seeing the Eagles right now saying, Oh yeah, Washington are just gonna tank it and give it to them, stuff like that. I'm uh, nah, come on now. Behave. Behave now. It's like even though Washington are doing very, very poorly. They right wouldn't now, do that. They wouldn't no, they wouldn't. They wouldn't do that. If they that. were in the same position and they were the bad team, they wouldn't tank against us. They'd be like, yeah. well, let me get this one last win. Yeah, they, they would actually want to kind of say, uh, yeah, we're not going to let you try and win the NFC East division. No chance. Like, but uh, again, it's like, it's either Eagles or Cowboys. Like, it's a lose-lose situation in terms of that. But either way, if they can get a moral victory over one of their rivals, then that's a win for them. So I do not see them want a tank yeah like if they get the if they do lose then great yeah they got the second overall pick and likely they will draft Caleb Williams in the draft likely but um I Let just I, I, I just don't see like what what the team that we have right now in terms of what we just mentioned in terms of the injury report with Jonathan Allen etc being out which is going to be massive for our run game right now I think this is just going to be too much for Washington, if I'm being perfectly honest. Um, but I don't. I, I think they'll be feisty, but I think at the end of the it's, day, it's going to be a like if if recent games against Washington and 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 Washington showed previously our history, it's been very feisty and careless. Like take Lyle Collins for example, the guy we just brought back, like really standing up to the Washington players when they took a. Basically putting a, a late hit on Dak on the sideline, yeah. and Collins was right in Body there. He had his back, baby. He had his back, and that's what you want. You want that little bit of feistiness, <laughs> a little bit of fight within your own life yeah. to say, "Hey, don't touch my quarterback." You know? Yeah, and that's what Zach Martin did. Hell yeah! So, so we've and I was just about to do a whole Stephen Jones. There, it's like we've got we like our guys there, but. <laughs> <laughs> You would. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think at the end of the day, um, we'll be able to do our part. I think it'll be closer than we think, but I think the boys got it. Yeah. Um, you want to give me some cheeky predictions? Okay, right. Yeah, me out for this one. 
So we were talking about franchise tags earlier, right? So with Tony Pollard being on the franchise tag, right? And obviously he's not been setting the world on fire. This is a big game for him. So with that being said, I'm going to say Pollard is going to rush for over 120 yards and a touchdown. Okay. Uh, yeah. So he's going to, like, this, if he wants to really, like, get the eyes on other teams and likes of Jerry Jones to kind of re-sign him, like, to a longer-term contract, he needs to have a performance of a lifetime in this game. Yeah. I'm I'm in. In there, like, somewhere. He really does, though. I mean, I don't, I don't see him coming back next year, but, you know. I, I'm the same. I'm the same, like... I think we may be going out looking into that whole running back by committee uh, down the line, but we just have to wait and see. But what about you, Meg? What is your cheeky prediction for against the Washington Commandos? Um, I th well, I think that. Ooh, okay. I think that Micah gets a sack. I think that, and I think that Brandon Cooks gets <laughs> as like a hundred yard game Ooh. and gets a tutty. Gets a tutty. All right. I like it. So you're going for the combo. You're going for the one side, Matt Parsons, hundred yards plus touchdown for Brandon Cooks. I like it. Yeah. I like it. All right. What about, what, what does CD Lamb know? Do you think he might actually ball out and might actually lead in the NFL in yards and might overtake Tyreek Hill? Do you think that could happen against a team like Washington? Ooh. <clears throat> ah, I'm throwing a little bit of curveball there now. <laughs> Honestly, I think this is like this this week is always interesting to me because, like, for example, Kansas City, um, they're not playing Pat Mahomes, but they're still, I think they're still gonna like feed Kelsey the ball for a little bit before they take him out. Yeah. But he, they, like hit that record. Yeah. Whereas like it's the, kind of the same. Like maybe they they try CD a little bit, but at some point if they ha it depends on like how the game is going. If they're putting it away. That's how the uh, the flow of the game's going, yeah. I totally agree yeah. with you. Like <clears throat> if, if it's way too easy for us then yeah they might just let C D lamb off the far quarter and stuff like that. And if he succeeded way beyond our expectations. Right, I want I want these guys off of this disgusting field <laughs> as soon as possible. Because it is it is if you want to talk about the definition of a field monster, it's FedEx field. You're, you're not wrong. I know. It's yeah. gross. They all hate it. They yeah. talk about how bad it is all the time. The turf, they're not it's not turf, it's grass, right? It's grass, yes. Yeah. It's so not well kept. <laughs> it's just they hate it. And I, I think it looks ugly. And you know what? That whole stadium is butt. Yeah, well, it is kind of butt, but even like so the surge pipes and stuff I keep bursting and dwelling on fans and stuff like that. So that's not a good sign. <laughs> no, exactly. Like I was I was talking to um a Washington fan when they were in town. <clears throat> and I was like, "Oh yeah, I've, I've kind of um been want I do want to go up there to watch a game. Now, do I cuz we have a good we have a really good fan base up there, the DMV Cowboys. Yeah. Awesome. I was like, that would be really fun to go to a game up there sometime. Plus I love the DC area, but 
she was like, um, maybe wait till they get a new stadium because you might get sewage on you. And I was like, well, at least you admit it. <laughs> That's true. Like, you're not like, I thought when we were playing Washington back at Thanksgiving, I had a wee interaction with some Washington fans tailgating them with them, stuff like that. It's like, have you been to Washington <laughs> yet? And I'm like, no, I've no been. It's like, I would wait back. I would wait a couple of years if we were to get a new stadium, then go over. Because um, yeah, it's, it's, they're like, like they're like, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, like the fact that their their own fans are telling you don't come, like yeah. Well, I mean, we already take over anytime we go there, anyways. But um, but I, honestly, it felt like they were just like, don't come see this field. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're very, they're very embarrassed by it. So. Yeah, uh, and like they don't call themselves the Commanders. They're just a, such a funny fan base. Yeah, it's in some way I do kind of feel sorry for them, like the fans, because like if if it, if it was us and we were under like going through name changes, like we would have no identity, if that makes sense. And that's what it kind of yeah. feels like. It kind of feels like their identity is not there, and it it kind of reflects on the Cowboys as well. It's like. It just doesn't feel the same, if that makes sense. It, like, we can no longer say the red, whatever. Like, we can't say that anymore, whatever. And it just, it just doesn't It just doesn't feel the same. And if they were to change their name again, like, they were Washington football team, then they became the commander. Well, it's just like, could we have just let, left them as the Washington football team? <laughs> that would have been funny, to be honest. I thought that was better. Like... The commanders is like... It feels like a like a peewee football team. Yeah, it does. I mean, of all the name suggestions they had, they had the Washington Sentinels, which I thought would have been really cool. I like the Sentinels probably the best. Like the Red Hawks or like the Red Hogs. Hogs. It's like, eh. Like I, I understood the history of it and I appreciated it, but I was like, it just doesn't sound good. Yeah. I don't know. But I mean, you have a lot to work with. Like you're Washington, DC. Come on. I know. You know I mean, the commanders, the commies. I know. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I still remember when <laughs> when Chase Young was still at uh, at Washington, right? And they were doing this whole video like of name suggestions, right? That was the last one he fought. That was the, the the commanders was the least favorite. It's like, yeah, I don't like this at all. He preferred yeah. the, it was like the red uh, red red tails or red hogs. He's like, yeah, those are cool. It still relates to Washington. It relates to our mascot, etc. Well, yeah, and it has like a it has history behind it, so it's like more interesting. Yeah, like so when a, when one one of your former star defensive players were actually in agreement with the fans. And they decided to go with the least favorable option. You're like, oh. but I remember when it leaked and we all saw it, and I was like, the first thing I said, and this will only this will be for a niche audience, so I apologize. But when I first saw their uniforms, I was like, these look exactly like the um, the like little jerseys they wear on the challenge on MTV. <laughs> I I can't recall knowing what that is, but to it's me, okay. I'll send you a picture so you'll uh, understand. Oh, but it, it looks exactly like that. I was like, whoever was designing this was like watching the challenge, and they were like, 
how many people are really going to know? <laughs> it almost reminds me of like, like arena football style jerseys in a way. Yeah. So. Yeah, the but, football team looked better. Just saying. Yeah. Oh, well. But anyway, but other than that, what is your score prediction? 27-20. Oh, you're keeping it very close, this one. Oh, okay. I'm telling you, they're feisty. I know they're feisty, but I just don't see them causing that much of a threat, I've been being perfectly honest. Um, but for me, I'm going Cowboys 41, Washington 17. Oh, I like yours better. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, are, what are you planning to do for the game? It's not too late for you. Fine, I know. Great. I I'm not gonna lose any more hair. So um, but yeah, it's uh the game will be at 9:25 in the UK, uh 10:25 if there if you're out there in Europe, or 11:25 if you're in more the further regions in Europe, and uh it will be a 1:25 p.m. central time. So it's a good good way to finish the night as a 9:25 p.m. game. Yeah, I mean, and there's there's a lot of stuff to watch, you know, before that game even. Yeah. Because we don't know who we're going to play. If we are the two, we could play the Packers. Like, that should, that should be interesting. Yeah, the Packers-Bears game. Keep an eye on that one. Because yeah, I think as, a, as it stands right now, it is Green Bay. And if Green Bay were to win, then we're likely going to be playing them. So... And like the Rams and 49ers game has implications too. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 and, and, it, and we don't even know what the situation well, we're not going to be up against them, but we might come across them down the line as Tampa Bay, the uh, yeah. New Orleans Saints and Atlanta Falcons. Like any one of those teams could yeah, win. The Saints aren't out yet, I don't believe. No, they, they they could still win it. Like Yeah. And um what was the other one that was crazy? No, I just had it in my head and now I lost it. Um, oh yeah, the Bills could miss the playoffs. What? Yeah, if they lose to the Dolphins. Oh wow. That would wow. I did not know that. The Dolphins are in. Oh yeah. But, but yeah, Dolphins are sort of right. Yeah. If the Bills lose, I think they're out. That's crazy. I had no idea. I like I've just been focusing so much in the NFC right now, thinking about who are we yeah, going to play. The AFC's wilding out over there. Yeah, like like isn't Cleveland in the playoffs as well? Yes, they are. Wow, that, that's insane. And they're in the playoffs, so solidified that they like their spot is solidified. Um, so they are sitting Joe Flacco. That's crazy. He like. What a way to turn around your career, and like when you were supposed to be pretty much retired, just come in, play for the Browns, and he's actually been really, really good for the Browns right now. But fair play to them. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on, so I'm rooting for the Dolphins this weekend, um, and obviously the Cowboys. So, yeah, I, I can live with that. <laughs> Every the way anything else shakes out, we'll deal with it. We'll just take it as it comes. That's it. Yep. Like, as long as we get the job done on Sunday, we'll have home field advantage and bring on who it is. That's all I will say on that matter. 100%.
All righty. Well, tell the people where they can follow along with you watching the game and all the fun stuff that you do. Uh, yes, guys, you can follow me at I am Peace Two on Twitter and Instagram. So yeah. Um, I am at Meg Murray with four R's on everything. Um, send me some um hot tea, like uh I don't know, healing vibes. Packets of cup of soup. There we go. Yeah. Please and thank you. Um, <laughs> in your mind, like send those vibes to me. Um, and, you know, we have stuff going on every day at bloggingtheboys.com. Whatever is happening with the team, you can find it there. You can also listen to Blogging the Boys wherever you listen to podcasts. We have podcasts for you every day. Every Please day. Read, review and subscribe and tell Paul hi. That's, this, this is as good as my brain's working today. Um, and, you know, uh, we'll see you uh, next week when we talk playoffs. Playoffs, baby. Dallas forever. Playoffs, baby. Dallas forever. Billy forever. Ever. Never, ever. Support for this show comes from Wix Studio. Designers and devs, you might be able to do your thing better on Wix Studio, a web platform with everything you need to deliver bespoke sites hyper-efficiently. Design teams get a ton of smart features that can take the grind out of web creation without it costing per-pixel control. Dev teams, you get a zero-setup, developer-first environment, combined with an AI code assistant and your preferred IDE for rapid deployment. Search Wix Studio today to explore the full range of features. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting fundrise.com fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.